1: Welcome to the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves as part of the Battery Power Podcast Network. My name is Sean Coleman. Certainly hope wherever you are and wherever you are listening, you're having a great start. To your Thursday. Of course, you can find the Daily Hammer, the Battery Power podcast, and the Road to Atlanta podcast, all as part of the Battery Power podcast network, free on all platforms when it comes to your podcast enjoyment. Also at batterypower.com and at Battery Power SBN, across all forms of social media. My name's Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC. When it comes to the Braves, here's the latest from Atlanta. So Atlanta, Play, welcome the Cubs back to Truist Park for the second game of of their series against Chicago after a Tuesday night performance in which, again, as I had mentioned on yesterday's show, the Braves checked many boxes that they were hoping to consistently start checking. A dominant pitching performance from Max Fried on the mound, the bottom of the order being able to produce to win a game, and the night shift in the bullpen doing its job. Well, the thing is, is that going into Tuesday, several of those boxes were once again checked. We'll discuss that in just a moment but the issue was was that the braves once again ran into a consistent obstacle that so far this season, they just have not been able to solve. And that's getting down early due to a lack of control from their pitching staff. Charlie Morton, who coming off two starts in which he had struggled, the hope was was that he could find his groove against Chicago, be able to find some success against the Cubs. And unfortunately, it just was not meant to be. Charlie Morton only went two and one-thirds innings against the Cubs, allowing four walks three earned runs and only striking out one batter. He didn't allow a home run for the first time in over his last three starts. But Morton once again certainly struggled when it came to his overall performance. We'll discuss that in just a moment, but the thing that, you know, besides Morton's struggles Once again, the Braves lineup, a Braves lineup that certainly has struggled when it's been behind this year. The Braves lineup once again found itself down at 1.3 to nothing. But this time around, the Braves lineup clawed its way back. Travis Darnot was able to get an RBI single. And then in the bottom of the eighth inning, Dansby Swanson, who we all know has very much struggled to start this season, hit a two-run single to tie the game 3-3. And the Braves had to feel confident going into the ninth inning as in the bottom, after absolutely quieting the Cubs' offense, in the top of the ninth inning, you had Matt Olson, Austin Riley, and Marcelo Zuna coming to the plate against David Robertson. The problem is, is that the Braves could not touch Robertson's knuckle curve, three straight strikeouts through the one part of the Braves order that is produced all season long, and then unfortunately in extra innings, the Braves just didn't have an answer, and the Cubs won the game 6-3. to three. Now, despite Morton's struggles, the other theme of this game, of course, is the dreaded fact that the Braves went into another extra innings game. Ever since Major League Baseball introduced the runner-on-second rule, it has not played well in the favor of the Braves. Since the start of last year... The Braves have been in 15 extra inning games. They are 5-10. And, and last night proved the same point that we saw last year when the Braves were 5-9. In 2021, in extra innings, the Braves were 25th in OPS in extra inning situations when it came to their offense. And last night, an unfortunate outing from Tyler Matzik put the Braves down 6-3, to three, and the Braves couldn't even get the runner from second across and lost the game 6-3. to three. So, A couple of positives in that for nearly six innings between Morton's struggles to start the game and Matzik's struggles uh, to uh, end the game, the Braves bullpen did very well, including William Woods making his major league debut. And once again, the bottom of the Braves order was able to produce. Dansby Swanson hopefully has a reference point now, hopefully has something he can build off of when it comes to perhaps getting his season going offensively. But at the end of the day, the Braves just could not overcome a, a, a slow start. And though they did come back, they could not capitalize on it in the bottom of the ninth inning and an unfortunate outing from Tyler Matzik wound up in a 6-3 to three loss. So nothing necessarily lost is within this series, but it's just another game in which the Braves, it seemed as if, They were going to come alive. It seemed as if they were going to play to their potential, but were just not able to. And now they look at another rubber game in a series that they should win. Thankfully, though, Kyle Wright will be on the mound on Thursday for the Braves.
0: Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team.
1: Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. So when it comes to Charlie Morton and his struggles so far this season, I mentioned it after his last start. Three straight starts in which Charlie Morton has definitely not been his normal self. Over his past three starts now, Charlie Morton has thrown a total of 13 innings. He's allowed 12 earned runs. He's walked 10 batters, only has 10 strikeouts, and has allowed three home runs. This definitely is not the Charlie Morton that was an anchor to the pitching staff with Max Reed last year, both during the regular season and the postseason. Without a doubt, Charlie Morton's start to the season has been less than ideal. And if it seems to be a bit concerning, I can certainly understand that. I will say, though, This, again, is not something that's unprecedented. If you go back to last year, when the Braves were struggling to start the season, Charlie Morton took a 5.08 ERA into the middle of May to start the season because this was not his shortest outing in a Braves uniform. Charlie Morton actually last May only lasted two-thirds of an inning in a blowout loss to the Phillies when he was on the mound i believe an injury may have played a part in that however my point is is that we've not this is not something that's unprecedented charlie morton last year took a bit of time to find his groove it seems like that that is going to be the case this year as well but where this comes into play where this starts to impact the Braves as they get through this early part of the schedule the Braves are now 5 and 7 against the Reds, the Nationals, the Marlins, and the Cubs. That is relevant. That is significant when it comes to the struggles of this starting staff outside of Max Freed and so far Kyle Wright. Because if Charlie Morton continues to struggle, that puts an even greater importance on Kyle Wright continuing his dominance. We certainly want to see him do it. But there's still that grain of salt you have to take with his performance so far this year, and we need to see him do it over several starts before there's really that confidence level that he's figured it out and he could be a major player moving forward. But Charlie Morton's struggle early in the season, while it's not unprecedented, while we saw it last year, and there's still plenty of reason to believe he'll figure it out and eventually be good to go sometime in the near future, the issue is is that besides Max Reed, and Kyle Wright, the Braves don't have a lot of reliable options when it comes to their starting staff. And during a part of the schedule to open the season where the Braves could have taken advantage of being able to overcome teams that they should be winning against, they've struggled. And now they're 5-7 and seven so far, again, against the Reds, the Nationals, the Marlins, and the Cubs, going into another rubber game in a series that they really need to win. And the reason why... The Braves need to win. The reason why it's, it's, in my opinion, a huge game tonight for the Braves to win with Kyle Wright on the mound is, is if they win. The Braves will become 9-11 on the season, which, you know, not ideal, but they will at least get a series win. They will have two out of the three starts being another excellent start for Max Reed and Kyle Wright, and they'll be able to go into a weekend series against the Rangers, another team that the Braves are better than, Coming off of series wins against the Cubs, maybe with a bit of momentum to get another series win against the Rangers. Because where the Braves struggles against these teams that I mentioned really come into play is that the Braves are setting themselves up for the start of next week in which they've got a four-game series against the New York Mets. And nothing that's going to happen in the first of May, in late April or early May is really going to define a the season. There's just too much time left in a season for that to be the case. But that the Braves cannot take advantage of you know at least going two and two, hopefully three and one or better over their next four games. They're going to go into a series against a Mets team that is playing very good baseball. And if the Braves continue to struggle against the Mets, they will then find themselves in a pretty, you know, significant hole when it comes to the division. Again, nothing that they cannot overcome, but it certainly is something you would like to avoid, especially if you have the opportunity now to string some wins together against teams that you're better than and get some momentum going again, going into that Mets series next week. Not trying to look ahead. This team is not playing anywhere near the level that it should to try to look ahead. But the point that I'm getting at is, is that the Braves have to figure out now how to take advantage of putting some consistency together on the mound, consistency together at the plate, to take advantage of beating the teams that they're playing right now to string some wins together, get some momentum against the Cubs Later tonight, as well as the Rangers, before you go into a tougher part of the schedule against the Mets and starting off in May. Of course, the return of Ronald Acuna Jr. certainly is going to help things out. But beyond all that's mentioned, you know, because I do think it's relevant that, you know, for the Braves to be able to to take advantage of the opportunity that they have for the rest of this week. It starts tonight with Kyle Wright being on the mound. And again, Kyle Wright's start to the season has been absolutely incredible. He's one of only four Braves pitchers who have had 25 or more strikeouts through the first um, three starts of a season. I mean, it's been absolutely incredible to see the turnaround that Kyle Wright has shown. The control is there. Avoiding the inning is there. The confidence in his pitches is there. The arsenal that he uses has certainly been spectacular. But to me, the biggest thing about Kyle Wright that has stood out is the overall approach that he's used. Knowing what pitch to use and when to use it. Throwing batters off. The mental aspect of Kyle Wright's approach, is now catching up and right there with his arsenal. We've always know we always known that he had the stuff. That's why he was drafted fifth overall in the MLB amateur draft. But now the mindset, now the mental confidence, the approach is matching the stuff, and you're seeing the result, a result that hopefully will lead to a good win for the Braves tonight because they're going to be facing a familiar face in Drew Smiley, Kyle Wright has emerged this year as being a reliable, hopefully number three or number four starter. The Braves had hoped that would be what Drew Smiley did last year though he never was able to consistently do it. But the Braves will be facing an old face in Drew Smiley. Hopefully Smiley's propensity to allow home runs will show up tonight and the Braves can support Kyle Wright with an early lead. He can go six or seven innings and the Braves can get a win against the Cubs, a series win under their belt, and they can get some confidence as they head back out on the road against the Rangers this weekend. Of course, we'll be here with you to discuss all the action on tomorrow's edition of the Daily Hammer, hopefully talking about a Braves series win. Of course, you can find the Daily Hammer, the Road to Atlanta podcast, as well as the Battery Power podcast, all on the Battery Power podcast network. Free on all platforms where you listen to podcasts at batterypower.com and at BatteryPowerSPN across all forms of social media. My name's Sean Coleman. Go Braves! We'll talk to you again soon here on the Daily Hammer.